Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. While I was watching it, it really felt like it truly, not only was it like a, a period piece, but I was like, this feels part of history. Like yeah. this feels right. so convincing to me that this is all like real. And I was just so in awe that like a movie of this genre could like have that effect on me. Welcome back to the break room. It's break room movie review time. And this time we're talking about Godzilla minus one. Is this the greatest Godzilla movie ever? Let's talk about joining us on this Godzilla panel today. We've got Koi Jandro. So excited to talk about minus one. You have no idea. He wore a short for it, folks. A short <laughs> and for a it. shirt and a shirt. For <laughs> it. He's got Godzilla shorts on. Not, but I got Godzilla yeah, you shorts. should see these Godzilla shorts. They come They're with a crazy. They come with a tail. Which <laughs> I like That's why I won't be standing. <laughs> we also have Jordan Morris. Hi, everybody. Good to be here. The tail is a butt plug. That's <laughs> why so I won't be standing. Oh yeah, I thought somebody needs to kind of fun see when it. You're uh, yeah. Every time I say minus one, it vibrates. <laughs> Oh, no. I do I love this movie. <laughs> when I charge up and light up, it's oh, different. Go to GodzillaPlugs.com backslash rockstars and 15% off your vibrating Godzilla tail. Yeah. Each bead lights up in order and then I orgasm. Oh, my they're 15% off, but they're 100% in. So this is Guys, all been demonetized, right? Yeah, yeah. We, also, <laughs> we also tore him away from the producer desk. It's... And the Hello! I can't wait to talk about Godzilla and not vibrate. <laughs> that makes one of us. Okay, okay. Well, we are definitely going to spoil this movie. So only keep watching if you're okay with spoilers, or if you already watched the movie and you'd like to have this parasocial conversation with us. As you know, we grade these movies in parts. Each part will get a, a grade of one to five. Half points are also okay. Uh, and our off-screen producers will be doing math to get the total number at the end. And in this review today, we'll be grading the script, which is the story and writing, the acting, the visuals, the directing, and the sound and score, okay? Let's start with the script, the story for this bad boy. Uh, Godzilla Minus One was written and directed by Takashi Yamazaki. What did one think about this script, this kind of Godzilla reboot, I think it's fair to say? Personally, uh, I, I thought it was the best ever balance I've seen between the awe of the monster and the drama of the human beings. Yeah. Like, that's kind of my log line for the whole experience is usually you watch a monster movie and you're either like, yeah, I need a more monster. Or you're like, I don't really care about the people go to the monster. Mm -hmm. This felt like they didn't make the humans too prevalent in a way that was like, I don't care about them. Why are we watching a drama? You still felt the power of the awe of Godzilla. He was still present, but... It correctly manipulated him so that the trauma of Godzilla, what he represents, felt negative while he was awesome. And mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen a monster movie instill the theme that you're supposed to feel. I think you watch monster movies, you're like, oh, he represents violence or war sure, or nuclear, sure. but he's cool. This time he was cool, but I was like, oh, that's... Uh. And I think that's because of the weight of the human element. So I think that was because of the writing. We'll talk about the acting soon, but the writing and directing... I think really came from the place of uh, this man clearly loves Godzilla, yeah. loves the 70 years of lore, and it's almost like a greatest hits. Like it's like now that's what I call Godzilla because <laughs> they, they they streamlined it. So sure. Godzilla concentrate was my jam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really liked how it was like it's the story of Godzilla, but also the story of a guy. It's kind yeah. of one yeah. man's yeah. story, and it really made me realize while I was watching it how kind of modern blockbusters have all these kind of plots that connect. Mm. And it, it, it you know, it, uh, I like the legendary Godzilla King Kong movies a True. lot. I think they're a blast. But 
what human characters do you care about from those? That uh, you don't Brian... care about the actor of. Right, exactly. you're not going right, like, right. Oh, yeah. hey, Brian Cranston, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think, I think I like those movies a lot. A little hard to lock into the human characters. But I think this, just because it focused on one guy with a really compelling story, uh, was really cool. And it was kind of like how Godzilla affected the life of one man. Uh, <laughs> one man's struggle with Godzilla. Yes, exactly. He gained a Godzilla and a family, oh, it turns oh, out. Oh, oh, God, terrible. So yeah, really, really cool. It kind of made me made me wish modern blockbusters would kind of like focus up on yeah. the characters a little I bit. I did like them like, kind of just sticking with one, one dude mm -hmm. as our main thing. And I love like never cutting away to the government, never cutting. Yeah. We had like a little newsreel of what the old Americans were up to. They were also like, see you folks, not our problem. In English, which <laughs> yeah, I loved. Yeah, I did I like that. It was like, wait, I'm used to this being in reverse where there's a right, cut right. in of another language I don't hear. It was yeah, beautifully yeah. handled. That was great. What'd you think about the script for this one, Evan? Well, it's interesting because when I was thinking about putting this show together, this review, I know that all three of you guys really like Godzilla, right? You've kind of like grown up with it and watched the movies. I've never seen a Godzilla movie. Really? Not this is your first new? Godzilla? Wow. Just, new, like Warner Brothers? It's a great I, I first one. I caught parts yeah. of Godzilla versus Kong. Just like the, okay. big, the big fight yeah. scenes, but I hadn't seen the movie in full. And so this was the one where I was like, all right, let me sit down and like see what this Godzilla guy is all about. And uh, <laughs> who is this Godzilla? Is it? <laughs> but I think that what was really interesting is like having not seen this movie before and, and only really understanding Godzilla through pop culture references mm -hmm. and parody and stuff like that, I really thought that this felt like, oh, if I were to sit down and see like a story about like this monster, this is what I want to see. I felt like it was a super strong way to be like, this is, you know, monsters are way, are like, uh, you know, the humans like fear and kind of like what they, and, and what that represents to the, not only this one character, but also like the country. And I felt like it was like a really, really good way to like, you know, tell this story. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really liked, yeah, kind of what you're all saying, especially the one man's kind of journey. I love the representation of kind of like PTSD. Mm, sure, Like yeah. him living with it. Uh, you know, Godzilla movies have always been analogous to war and like representing mm -hmm. this force that no one can, well, no one controls that like was created by the US. Yeah. Uh, comes marching through a city and like totally destroys it willy nilly, doesn't care has no motive, is just like destroying for whatever reason. And like this movie, it, it is that still, but also like addresses it very straightforward. Like right. the people talk about like how they were treated by their own government right. and like mm -hmm. they were left behind and they were forced to like work on their own. So I really liked all of that and like the kind of struggles. I also loved it was over the, course of a couple of years. Yeah. I loved the time yeah. jumps, which yeah, is really yeah, fun. Yeah. And the I growth, thought it was just going to be like growing yeah, yeah. in time, not just like boo -doo -doo -doo. Yeah, tiny yeah. teenage Godzilla was real cute. Really yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, when we like, first showed up, I'm like, I think it's supposed to be bigger. That's the guy. Have we been messing with a baby T-Rex? Yeah. Is that yeah, the concern? Yeah. <laughs> also, the American uh, influence on that young scene was really beautiful. Like the Spielberg influence that like really shaped yeah. him. Yeah, totally. Only seeing him through the spotlight. That was a great scene um, and this is maybe something to talk a little bit more about when we're talking about the directing but I think this is the first Godzilla movie I've seen that was pretty scary yeah the suspense oh works God. they're suspenseful like the you know like the first Jurassic Park movie like um, 
yeah, I feel like, you know, Godzilla, by the time I was kind of conscious, was kind of campy, you know? I think maybe the first one I saw was uh, Son of Godzilla Mm. uh, on, like, a VHS where he has the baby. Yeah, where he has the baby who does, like, a little dance. Um, Certainly not this Godzilla. (laughs) No, 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 very different. Uh, But, you know, I think think Godzilla movies are kind of cool like that, where Mm -hmm. you you can have one that's a little more campy, like Mm -hmm. Godzilla versus Kong, and then this one that is about um, the horrors of war. Right, right. To wrap up the writing on my side before I get my number, uh, I also want to acknowledge that, you know, you were saying how he's analogous to war, and I think that it's a really beautiful way to represent the trauma of war, especially having something that physically destroys your city. And Mm -hmm. war is always violent, and war is always destructive. And I feel like it's easier for us through the uncanny valley to manipulate it in a positive way. I think a lot of times when you see war, you let yourself be desensitized to it and you look away or like, say you watch a medical show. You're like, I know that's like sauce. Like, you don't, you don't, you you don't let yourself lean in. And I think using a monster to let that trauma hit you in a way that you're struck by the awe of awesome and you lean into the violence, it allows for that analogy of warfare to actually land more because you're more vulnerable. Like you're going to open yourself up emotionally to Godzilla more than you are a war movie because you know how horrible war is. So I think it's kind of this beautiful bait and switch for our emotions to go like, oh, it's a Godzilla movie. I'll be fine. And then to watch something this emotionally wrought that's written about, is your war over yet? It's about whether or not he thinks he's an honorary enough man to take on Mm -hmm. this family that just shows up at his doorstep. And we know he's honorable enough. It's about a man not being a coward, but wanting to live and how a lot of his acts seem cowardice. But once you think how you'd feel, how cowardice isn't that black and white. There's so much metaphor for honor and loyalty in a movie that's discussing a different culture's honor and loyalty while being this metaphor for war, while we're emotionally available because it's a monster movie, five (laughs) slaps. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Five from Corey, what do you say? Uh, Yeah, five for me. I I thought the script was terrific and uh, yeah, nice to see a a more uh, focused story in one of these movies. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. I'll give it a five. Yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> what do you think compared to all the other Godzilla movies you've seen? Yeah, some clips you've watched some on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. He was waiting for Matthew Broderick the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Hank Azaria? <laughs> the one thing I will say is that I, I really love that the script played the situation of Godzilla incredibly straight. There's no yeah. tongue in cheek, sure. there's yeah. nothing like, and there's nothing that ever feels like. Um, like campy or anything like that, right? It's just like completely straight. This is so serious. I do think at some points um, the script maybe pushes that to like melodrama in certain aspects, but I do think that everything else combined that like that melodrama fits with the tone of the movie, and I think it really, really exceeds. So I might not give it a five, but I'll give it a four point five. I think yeah. that's fair. Oh. That's fair. Yeah, it yeah. did remind me a lot of like, you know, the director clearly loves the old Godzilla yeah. movies. You know, when Spielberg is making Indiana Jones as like a love letter to those kind of B movies yeah. of the 50s, parts of Indiana Jones are very campy, but it's like done in a way where like we're celebrating sure. uh, what these old movies were. They did a really cool thing where, uh, so I was lucky enough to, I hosted this premiere. Uh, so I got to present this film and it was such an honor. But Toho, before all of that um, in, no, in New York for the setup to this, they played the 1954 one on a 35 millimeter print. Whoa. So we got to go to the, like the, the Japanese council in New York and watch on 35 millimeter, the original. And there's like only so many prints left on 35 millimeter. So it was a restored print. And then two months later, got to watch this and to see the specific framing, to see the Those moments. Tank, the like, moments of the tanks. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. I was like, that is old school. 100% from that. I love it. So I love that they like side by side it for us. Cause you know, he's got that memorized. Yeah, like the director's yeah. like, and that, moment it was beautiful yeah. uh let's talk about the acting in this movie uh uh, uh lots of new actors that i was not familiar with 
uh, coming in this movie. What'd you guys think of their roles? I loved the, the main character, Shikashima. Like, I think he had a lot to do, yeah. right? He's got to explain, portray, like, PTSD. I loved him just, like, being so emotionally vulnerable, like, mm -hmm. just breaking down into tears. And, like, yes, he, you know, like you were saying, Koi, like, yeah, he saw a giant lizard monster. But also just, like, the fact that he was supposed to be this kamikaze pilot, purposely didn't go do his mission, and then yeah. comes back home, uh, mom and dad are dead, and the neighbor's like, what the hell are you doing here? My kids are dead. They firebombed Tokyo. Why didn't you yeah. die? Like, very interesting, like, hard stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it does, the movie does, like, weirdly, like, switch genres. Maybe not weirdly, but, like, interestingly switches genres. Like, there are some scenes that are straight-up rom-com scenes. Yeah. <laughs> like, the other plot of this movie is him having to deal with his feisty neighbor and her baby who just randomly move into his house. Right, right, right. It, like, that is a a plot of, like, an 80s movie yeah. starring Ted Dance. Yeah, yeah. Like, Hugh Grant could have played that role. Right. And when they they just moved into me house. <laughs> um, they jumped ahead of you and they were, like, still just, like, friends. And yeah. I was like, why aren't you married? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone asking that, especially yeah, yeah. in, like, a Japanese culture, like, what do you mean you're not married? And the right. baby's right. like, hi, Dad. And I love the moment of, like, remember, I'm not your father. Yeah. I was like, come oh, on. Brutal. Like, brutal. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and it is like, it does have a lot. It is like, it is a rom-com in some scenes. Yeah. And the the crew aboard the, um, oh, of the uh, the mine fishing ship yeah, that he has yeah. to work on, those are some like comedy characters. Uh, there's a wacky scientist. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah, there's. Um, the like grizzled captain. Yeah. Uh, the young guy yeah. who never got to go to war, but like, I don't know. But then they all right? lend the yeah. moral compass. I love yeah. that yeah. they yeah. actually yeah. get used. A lot of times comedy characters, like they don't serve a purpose right. beyond comedy. I love the moment where that kid that wanted to go to war so bad one on the ship He's like don't yeah. make, don't joke about this But then at the end like the honor of him not having to go to war yeah. because of the thing they're about to do They might go off to their death. I'm like that is beautiful storytelling yeah. Yeah. So I love that they came back to be like and remember we have a purpose. Yeah, yeah. totally yeah. They do have goofy nicknames when you meet him. It's like there's Doc and yeah. the kid <laughs> <laughs> But those characters do get little emotional journeys. Right. It is yeah. really really clever yeah, um, yeah. Was there a great moment on the boat where like they're like did it work? It didn't Work. Yeah. <laughs> Those the reveal that like the dock on the boat was like you're some big wig government He's official like, like, like <laughs> pretending to be like I don't know I'm just here to kill mine. I'm just a kooky guy in a boat. You yeah, guys yeah. know. <laughs> also like the moment of like the shooting of the mine in the water. Yeah. I thought that action was great, and then the payoff was both comedic and action. Yeah. And it reminded me of old blockbusters. I think I think a Spielberg right. love letter is really appropriate for all the movies. I mean, so up. much. Jaws. Like, Jaws, yeah. Yeah. I was like right. Jaws meets Godzilla is amazing. Smile, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like really fun stuff. Also, we were talking about before we started filming the little girl. The little oh, she's so good! What an actor! Incredible stuff. We were wondering, are they pinching her to make her cry? On the, on the, the foot, cry yeah, about was out of frame. And she just started crying. I was like, what did they do that? She, they're like, right. he's like, did you draw mommy? And she's like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was just like, oh, someone hug this child, please. Sure. Someone just punching a cocoa melon doll off uh, camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I mean, like, from walking up to the neighbor She's with great. a little packet, like, yeah. oh, daddy? with all that money. Yeah, acting-wise, I feel uh, like there's no weak link, and I love how different everyone's yeah. arc was because uh, this guy had to go through everything. Yeah. Like, he would have full like Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan moments yeah. of emotion, yeah. and then also have to be very nuanced and be like stoic yeah. in public. And I also think that what he had to do to convey to us 
what he was thinking and going through, even when he was manipulating someone to kick the crap out of him. Mm -hmm. Like, that was oh, so yeah. ingenious to be like, I knew if I pissed you off, you'd come find me. Yeah, and you're yeah. Like, that reveal yeah. was very fun. And it was such yeah. a great acting performance yeah. to be like, that is what he'd have to do by yeah. meeting him in the beginning. And, and all those elements, I think, oh. came through in the acting that would not have worked, even if the script was as tight as it is, yeah. without the right actor playing that role. And when you yeah. get that little reveal that... When the dude is like, this thing activates the ejector seat. Oh, I know. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, see him tap it. I, I, yeah, I've, seen yeah. the film four, I've seen the film four times. Nah, you see, you like see a little... him, when they pan out, he, he touches yeah. the back of the seat as they're really distant. From and I think there's a shot. label on it that's like in German. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, because the Japanese weren't building ejector seats, they point that out. And it's just like, you that's see a great detail that's not like, their language, that they yeah. installed yeah. one that wasn't. And there's there's obviously a tons of cultural things that like I don't get, uh, but still play really well. Like when he's going through the sequence of trying to find uh, a Tachibana, and he's like hitting his head oh, to, like, yeah. to like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like it's it's like funny, but it's also like it, you could tell it's like a big deal for him sure. to yeah. like be so vulnerable and to like I'm throwing it all out just to find this guy because he's the only guy who can make this special plane work. I will say with the ejector really quick, did you guys think that the ejector latch was going to release, was going to eject the seat when he was like, okay, step one, you have to pull this. This is the bomb safety. Oh no, I, I thought, knew that bomb was going to go off. So I thought the bomb safety was, <laughs> was going like, to be the ejector. Was going to be And the, it would surprise him yeah. because yeah. he was right. trying to be a Kamikaze. Yeah, because yeah. he, 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 I thought yeah, yeah. he committed to being a Kamikaze, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. thought was a really interesting subplot of like his acceptance. Right. Like he had nothing to want to live for and how he didn't realize, I also love the love loss plot. Like yeah, he didn't yeah. realize how much he had in her until she yeah, was yeah. gone. Mm -hmm. And then he was willing to do what he was set out to do in the beginning. Cause then the end, the payoff, that scene in the hospital is so, oh. so again, I, I yeah. at the oh, premiere, I, was bawling when I, I watched this around. by myself or with two other people the first time. Cause they were just, um, they were fixing the, uh, not fixing, they were registering the Atmos to the specific theater we watched it in. Okay. Like they were oh, that attention yeah, to detail. Yeah. So I'm watching this in a, in a dome with three seats uh -huh. and by myself. And I was just like, I'm really affected by this. How will this play in a crowd? Yeah. But it was really cool at the premiere yeah. because the last 10 minutes I needed to be on stage to mm -hmm. present the director and the actor. So I was watching the audience watch oh, it. That's cool. And it was this, the entire world flew in. Yeah. So it was all these different cultures, some people reading, some people listening. And as soon as he gets to the hospital, not uh, a dry eye. Yeah. Everyone yeah, just yeah. starts, and I was Rips like, this is such out. a beautiful moment to see what movie. I thought she was be. gone. I, I, I she totally was gone. Dude, no, I, I was like, she's coming back. I, knew, yeah, I don't no, know what that is. The acting in that scene? Yeah. My wife was like, I knew she was coming back. We didn't see the body. And I was like, didn't see the Where body. Where's the body <laughs> mean? <laughs> Although, I will say, uh, uh, in, in on the topic of seeing the body. <laughs> Show me the body. Show, <laughs> in that first scene, that is so great. Yeah. Um, you know, you kind of see the aftermath. Our main mm -hmm. character wakes up on the beach after the Godzilla attack, and they're dragging all the bodies yeah, up yeah. on shore. Godzilla was chomping those guys. There would be <laughs> nothing, nothing left of those was, guys. It was funny because I did notice he would grab them, but then like throw he them. Eat them. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't like yeah. eating them. He wasn't there. He was like a seagull with a fry. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, Get these bugs out of my you way. Get but they would have some. Yeah, yeah. Some, anyway, uh, some, yeah. Uh, budget shot. note. There's a budget note. Those bodies but, were whole. Yeah. It was an, it, you know, it was an image. He needed to see the body right, so right. he could see, you know, he could feel yeah. that guilt. So I understand how it works story wise, but also I'm like, there would be nothing left. I also was like. <laughs> he was like the closest to all those bodies. Did like Tashibana walk over? See, he's so alive. He's like, I'm gonna deal with this guy as soon as he's awake. Let me deal with all these bodies first. <laughs> and then I'm gonna give this guy a scolding of a sure lifetime. I'm sees this. I want him to yeah, see yeah. this murder. Yeah, I'll yeah. be honest. At first, I thought Godzilla lined up the bodies. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, to like, be he's fair, a, like he's a psycho serial yeah, you, killer. You didn't know that's not something Godzilla <laughs> normally does. I love it. Your experience of Godzilla the first time, you're like, maybe that's a thing. He just lines up the body. Yeah, like, like a doll oh, with he's kibble. smart. Yeah. Traditional okay. Godzilla movies. The detective movies. from Hannibal comes up. He's <laughs> leaving us a message. <laughs> this is a trail. He's left us to Mr. find police. his lair. <laughs> Godzilla uh, left you all the clues. The British accent surprises me. Godzilla, huh? Let's give our grades on the acting. We'll start with you, Evan. Um, I'm also going to give it a 4.5. There's some characters and some roles that I think I wanted a little bit more mm. out of, but um, the one big note that I, I had is just I love uh, the main actor, uh, Ryunosuke. He is one of the main uh, voice actors, in, or he's the main voice actor in Your Name, which is one of the best anime oh, films neat. that came out in the last that. couple of years. Great movie. Uh, he's great in that, and then great in this, and just to see the physicality too for the, the uh, breakdowns or like the panic attacks yeah. that he has, I was like, I buy it. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a 4.5 as well. Very much enjoyed the acting in this. Uh, but there's always room to improve, folks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'll give it a five. I think there are some moments where it seems a little over the top, a little soap opera, but I think when you you see that like this movie is supposed to be a little more old yeah. school, a little more classic, mm. I think that kind of like bigger, more, you know, classic movie acting uh, mm. really fits. Uh, so yeah, and again, I loved how it kind of went through from comedy to drama to action movie, uh, all the flavors in one delicious bowl. Beautiful. I'm gonna I'm gonna join the five. Uh, I felt so much raw emotion for new actors. I didn't have any exposure to, so I didn't have yeah. any weight of their prior work for me. And I also really loved that, uh, like you said, the melodrama because of how big and elevated Godzilla was. I think the acting had to be huge, and the fact that it was able to be and still feel plausible was so impressive. So I'm going five two. Beautiful, beautiful. Before we continue with our scores, we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Here at The Break Room, we believe that food is the spice of life. And that spice is the spice of food. That's why we're so stoked to have That Spice Company sponsoring today's show. Which spice company? That Spice Company. Uh, that Spice Company makes amazing gourmet spice blends that you can use to elevate your home cooking game. Plus, their chief spice man is a fan of new rock stars. And we want to support Bobby, his crew, and their delicious spices. Uh, we love, uh, we've tried this barbecue ranch is very good. They also have their good, good spice. Uh, I think that's like a signature spice for them. Mm. And it is good, dot good, folks. Uh, <laughs> if you want something, or if you want something you're grilling, okay. If you want something you're grilling to have that really full barbecue flavor, the good, good blend is super reliable. Personally though, I like a kick. So that's why I prefer that good fire, because it's a little spicy, a little <laughs> spicy. Uh, it's got a really good mix of sweetness with savory undertones that finish off with a bit of heat. It upgrades anything you put it on. We've been using that Spice Company recipe for good fire sauce and dipping fries in it, and man, it is so good. If you're looking to up your spice game, either click on the link in the description below or head to thatspicecompany.com and use code ROCKSTARS15, that's ROCKSTARS15, to save 15% on your order at checkout. Uh, perfect. I did perfect. I, gave, I graded myself. Uh, <laughs> also, we want to remind you to check out Nerd Riot. So, what's everybody give Brandon's ad? Five. 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 We want to remind you to check out nerdriot.shop for a ton of great merch to celebrate the holiday season. We got a Best Bub shirt, we got some mugs, we got all sorts of great stuff. December 11th is the last day 
if you want to order your items to get there by Christmas. Uh, there'll be plenty of days after that. Uh, grabbing merch from nerdriot.shop is a great way to support the break room. So either click in the link in the description below or head to nerdriot.shop right now or after you finish this video or whenever you have some free time. Okay, let's talk about the visuals for this film. Uh, I'm gonna be a five. I don't need to really get into the, the work of it. We can talk about the visuals. I love, I mean, I could have taken 10 more Godzilla scenes. I don't I don't yeah. know, but the water stuff looked incredible. Stuff yeah. awesome. uh, the moment where he's trying to get Godzilla to follow him. Yeah. And that tail comes out of nowhere. I love that. Dude, the scene where they first do the heat wave. The first oh, time yeah. they decimate yeah. the city, that one yeah. we talked a lot about. The yeah, we, but we, like, like the, the spikes coming out and yeah, then going back in. Up. And then it's gone. Right. Like the, the blinding white of an empty. Yeah. The, the impact of that is better than most blockbusters. Also, calling it a heat time. ray is a little weird. Uh, yeah, it's a That's little minimizing of what just happened. Yes. Yeah. Like, this is an extinction out. blast. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they said heat ray because you'd already seen that. And then they say, we got to watch out for his heat ray. I was like, oh, is this a new? Is there another yeah. hour? Oh, no, they're calling That's this the decimating that, yeah. thing a heat ray. ray. Um, I, and like, I kind of love the nod to classic man in suit. Godzilla, yeah, right? he stands the upright, yes. he walks kind of oh, yeah. slow, he's got the little arms, and he doesn't look down ever, he's yeah. just kind of always looking ahead. Well, he doesn't yeah, need to, why would Godzilla right. look yeah, beneath about the him? Stuff. I will say, yeah. uh, Godzilla in this excellent posture. Oh, uh -huh. just so yeah, tall. Yeah, yeah, you could see him walking around with a book on his Great head. Stuff. practicing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, again, a nod to that kind of man in a suit design. Yeah. Uh, I'll say it, I think we were all thinking it, Daddy Thick. He's a chunky boy. He's, he's a thick king. He's a thick king. Real he had a little guys. gut, which I appreciate as a man with a gut. Yeah, he's got sure, a little yeah, He's not yeah. toned. No. He doesn't have that. No, that's no, that's, 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 that's from Matthew Broderick yeah. Godzilla. That, that uh, tank is area inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those Godzilla that's sexy American nah, Godzilla. Nah, nah, no, I don't this want man's that. living. Yeah, yeah, this I think, man's got a traditional Godzilla body. That's also why we knew he'd eat those bodies whole, because that man's thick. I think we could say thick thighs and lives. It's totally true. I also love the scientific explanation of how he's... He's not standing on the ocean floor. It's like he's buoyant enough that he can like be upright in the water yeah, even it's much kicks. deeper. Yeah, all I could think about oh, was yeah. his little legs. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. he's like waiting? That's why like they, they never you showed your... an underwater shot. Yeah. Like, Godzilla took a rec center swim class when he was right. five and learned how to do this. He doggy paddles like the rest of us. This is like a really tiny thing, but I we mentioned like the tank thing, very old school, yeah. like when the yeah, tanks yeah. kind of square up and, and shoot against in the battleship. When they're loading on those uh, the devices that are both the Freon gas and the air bubble things, and these giant things that they've built in like two days, that's like so traditional Godzilla movie for me, yeah. where like they come up with a solution. I love the like weird scientific solution they yeah. have to defeat this guy. No crazy weapon, just like we're gonna use pressure and like gas, right? Yeah. And balloons and balloons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the the stacking up of those things, I was like, that is such a to me, it just really rang traditional Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. Like, just the way it all looked, this well, very mechanical answer for That Godzilla. first one had, the 1954, the original Godzilla had a thing where it was taking the oxygen out of the water. Oh, okay. So I thought it was to really cool. To make him sink, yeah. like, kind of the same and thing. Like, and yeah. it would kind of like pull his flesh apart because there's a void. So sure, it's kind of like sure. a black hole in the water. Yeah. So I like that in this one, it was a similar thing, but sinking like- They're like, we're gonna I give him a bend. 70 years, well like 70 years later, we're yeah. like, I don't know if I buy that. Like the, the audience has more scientific minded. Yeah. So I like that yeah. this thing, I'm like, would that work? And I have no idea, because they convinced me with the science I was like, maybe that's how Carl. I was like the guys. Works. I was like the guys at the meeting when it, when it sunk. I went, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> they really popped for that. They really got it. Yeah. yeah. Well, what a great reasoning too about why they couldn't use big weapons. They're like, yeah. you can't because it's gonna anger U.S. and Russia. It's gonna be right. A, that was a, like a funny struggle. thing too. And I was like, wow, that's so. 
that has to be a consideration in this world. It's yeah. literally post-war and, Japan. And, yeah. you know, Douglas MacArthur, whatever you think about him, he definitely would have been like, giant monster heading for Japan? We gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Let's get our troops out. Let's get our boys home, man. And those visuals were fun, too. When they did yeah. the American scene, and it was just like, pew, pew, and it was that classic, you know, 40s movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the then you come back to that. Yeah, and then you come back to our stuff, and it's, the way it's framed is, is, almost like Nolan's Dunkirk with Spielberg's on the ground stuff. So it had a lot of American framing with these incredible special effects that were $15 million. This movie was it's crazy. literally, now I, I've tweeted about this and a lot of people are mad because apparently, you know, Japan. On Twitter? Oh, somebody's film mad? Film Twitter? No, I, no. I think you're on the wrong website. Apparently there's different scales for budget. Like $59 million over there is like their most expensive, whereas we make $300 million. But sure. no matter what, a $15 million, that's crafty on a Marvel movie. Yeah, so totally. the fact they were able to make this, because the director isn't just the director, he was the writer, and he's the lead visual effects guy. Yeah. So this guy would... I, He'd we, work on it at night, right? We literally, yeah. we spoke on set, and he would finish a day of filming, he would go home and work on it, and then the crew would want to see what he'd done, so they got more and more invested and making sure they did their job. So by the end, they were watching pieces of the film as they were filming yeah. it. Wow. And it was all happening in real time. So he'd like play around with the sound, play it for the team. So he was so proud of the collaboration because everyone had little input because he was making the movie while making the movie, which is unheard of. Yeah. And yeah. that's how the budget, I mean, part of how the budget is like, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to like the, the quarter crew has a great video mm -hmm. where they interview the director about this and he kind of talks about what you're you're mentioning. And he admits like, he's like, I did kind of rudimentary stuff and sent it off to some sure, sure, people sure. to but finish the lead, it and the get guy a great stuff. It. Yeah, but it, you know, they point out a good thing that it, it's probably for a movie like this that's so like heavy on visual effects to have a director who really understands yes, that yeah. mm -hmm. and like can work on it in real time. Whereas like a lot of times with these Marvel movies, the director does all the like you know character shots, and then the you know when it comes to like the third act battle, they're like, ah, oh, don't worry, we've. We started working on that two years ago. We'll, yeah. we'll pop it into yeah. your movie. <laughs> Ten different visual finish. effects yeah. companies who have nothing to do with each other are all working yeah, on these yeah. separately. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just great visual, visuals for this film. And like at some points, you can see the seams a little bit. Sure. Yeah. The digital seams, obviously not a man in a suit. <laughs> but like, I, you know, it never took me out of it. And it was like so fun and just like... Man, when, you, when you're going into a city and you're like, oh, he's about to get there, it's like yeah. the dread you feel and just seeing like, you know, a train come flying in out of nowhere. Even the plane stuff. Yeah. Like the train yeah. was amazing, yeah. but the right. plane stuff, when you're with him and you yeah. you love this guy and you're feeling all that. And then that last shot of him like, Zoom, like yeah. right and like the whole yeah. thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no wiggle, just like, yeah. and yeah, the yeah. impact of that. The, the visuals are insane. Yeah, I, yeah. Five for me visually. And then the special effects aside too, like just all the production design that went into like making mm it really feel like the late 40s and the yeah. 40s like the costume yeah. just like the His wreckage everywhere. Motorcycle was so yeah. cute. Mm -hmm. I was like this and well and well we're about to get into it too um but it really did feel like this is like what sets it in this world but I think just because of the moments where like for me where you could see the seams were also those same scenes where it was like the just humans why themselves there yeah. was some like lighting that like uh, just being someone who is very visually minded, I'm like, oh, I wish you could make the light a little softer. It's like mm. very nitpicky. But those are the moments where I was like, oh, it feels, it feels really like in the world, but maybe is not the part of this, the visually like that shines. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give it 4.5. Yeah. That, that 0.5 is the nitpick there. Yeah. That's your nitpick? I'll yeah. give it a five, even though I was a little nitpicky. I think it really sold it for me and mm -hmm. felt great, felt big. Lots of fun. Yeah, five. I think I think uh, you have some shots, some just CGI shots that maybe don't look as great as like the legendary movies, if that's kind of what you're used to. But I think it's a great. Uh, this is a great kind of lesson in like 
doing doing more with less. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. maybe it reminds the, me of like District Nine or something like that. Totally, like, yeah. It really gets away with more than it's. Yeah, away. it's like yeah. it's like the the suspense scenes are suspenseful, the scary scenes are scary, mm-hmm. not because they have the biggest budget, because they're they're doing the right thing mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a five for me. Yep, five for me. I, I can't think of anything I'd want more of, especially at that scale budget, but even if you took out Godzilla, the framing of the emotion, whether it's rom-com or the Jaws sequences, those frames tell such a beautiful story. So visuals being both the framing and the cinematography as well as the VFX, I no notes. I've seen $200 million movies look way worse. I think you're onto something. The next one should be Godzilla minus Godzilla. A Godzilla movie with no Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla oh, minus sure. two, but it's him. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It just shows, it's like, uh, is he just getting... I know, I just want to see this guy raise this baby. Yeah. <laughs> I do think oh, we, we have something happening at the end with that, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. What was the next yeah. thing? I think yeah. there's, a, there's another... I think she's going to be able to speak to Godzilla. Oh. Oh, dang. Oh, the ne- oh yeah, yeah. I think there's another monster coming yeah. and like it's summoned by... Yeah, I think, I think we she'll get, like, have like a telekinetic. I think connection. they're gonna go really crazy. In the oh, that's stuff. right, because right there's uh, right there are there's all yeah. These there's movies some, have a lot of someone yeah. who can psychically like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the new ones, the legendary ones. There, oh, yeah, right. Sure. Uh, let's grade the directing real fast before we do that. Okay. Sorry, it's three fifty nine right now. So uh, let's run through this really quick. So we'll do the directing, combine yeah. it with the sound, and then just Perfect. be like, yeah. I, like, I can do as as late as like. 410, I just gotta... Okay, keep, but yeah, yeah, I'll keep an eye. We, don't, right. we don't have to talk about it too much if you want. We can just go through it. Yeah, okay. I think so, yeah. Uh, let's create the director real quick. Uh, we've talked about a lot already. Director Takashi Yamazaki. Uh, I'll give him a five. I think he did a great job. Yeah. Uh, I'm no director. Every, uh, but yeah, I think he really nailed it. Like, a lot of love for this movie. Yeah, I mean, everything we've been saying this whole episode, I think it, it all really just, like, it stems from him. Like, this very clear vision of, like, what he wanted to do with this movie. And also, like, the clear, I mean, Koi and I have talked about this off-air a lot. There's just the passion that it feels mm-hmm. like he has for the, the material. And while I was watching it, it really felt like it truly, not only was it, like, a, a period piece, but I was like, this feels part of history. Like, yeah. this feels right. so convincing to me that this is all, like, real and I was just so in awe that like a movie of this genre could like have that effect on me so for me yeah definitely a five yeah so few movies feel immediately classic to me totally and I think that's a lot like the director not only like a documentary almost but like Mm -hmm. the importance and to me directing is the cinematographer's relationship and making the frame the direction is also the performances you get from the actor the director is also the passion for the film and then it's the overall product like there's so much that goes into directing you have to be so many things and there's none of those many many hats this man wore that felt like a weakness in his directing so i i mean i five is a perfect score and i cannot think of a director that feels this much passion for their character. This felt like almost like uh, like the first time you see Iron Man. Where yeah. like you're like, man, John Favreau loves this. Because there's that spontaneity, totally. there's yeah. that pizzazz, there's that improv nature that feels like, how did they film this? But there's also the love for the character that moves you through the, even the scenes the character isn't in. And that immediate classic feeling, so five for me. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting that this is the Godzilla movie we're getting after Shin Godzilla. Yes. Which yeah. I think uh, people also love. Yeah. Like, that's also considered a classic because it's a little weirder, it's yeah. a little more of a <laughs> comedy it's kind of something you don't expect from a Godzilla movie it is weirdly an office comedy yes <laughs> um, it's so weird it's closer to Veep than it is to Godzilla <laughs> um, so it is interesting that you can have someone come in after this one that I think all Godzilla fans really like and say like I'm doing something different with it we're going back to the kind of original vibe and uh, yeah it's it's really cool it's a vision and uh, totally totally something to see in theaters five for me beautiful wowie wow wow um, okay, uh, let's talk about, finally, the score and the sound of this movie. I mean, 
What do you think of the music? The classic Godzilla theme when he comes yeah. around the corner. That slaps every time. Slaps yeah. every time. Every time. And by the end, you know, I took my wife to this. She had she's seen the legendary Godzilla ones, the newer ones, because I forced her to watch those. <laughs> she hasn't seen a classic like Toho style one. And by the end, she was like humming that theme. I mean, that theme <laughs> sticks with you. It is good. And when 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 it comes back later and you're like, oh, I know what this means. Mm -hmm. God, it leaves like that pit in your stomach. Yeah, so good. So I, good. I don't think there's a lot of scores that quite have the impact of the Godzilla like yeah. main score. Mm. Like you know, you have your classic Danny Elfman's. You've got your you know Indiana Jones. Got you've some got Zimmers your, in there. Yeah, you got some John Williams. All of them. But like Zimmers. Spirit of the Cimarron. What a what I mean, a soundtrack. There it is. That's but a good soundtrack. When you have something that like is an earworm but also causes emotion, yeah. it's not. It's yeah. not like a jingle yeah. but it's an earworm it's that, and that pit the jaws theme right yeah, you, you're you, like oh no i've been doing stories in my instagram and just getting 15 seconds of this i'm like gotta run or something like yeah. 15 <laughs> seconds of this makes you want it oh you gotta run if you, you gotta if you song. hear that yeah, you're going you run. so and and the fact that i got to hear them like measuring this in atmos was so cool because i got to hear like the levels in it so sitting mm. in a room like yeah. of that power but you can also do that with like bose headphones it's a good yeah huge or small is my point like yeah, this movie yeah. just has an impact the roar, the roar rumbled the theater yeah and i saw this in a AMC Prime, which has like some mm -hmm. rumbleness Same. to it, but we were next door to Beyonce's uh, IMAX, and I could not hear any Beyonce. Wow, <laughs> that's how good the sound was. Yeah. In this that's year. impressive. I wonder how yeah. many roars Beyonce heard, though. Or like that audience. She might have heard, oh, they might have a couple, yeah. but in between songs, like yeah, setups, yeah. there's just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the next team up Beyonce X Godzilla. If Beyonce or Jay-Z ever sampled Godzilla, that next one, that is Minus Renaissance. I want them to sample this Godzilla Minus Renaissance. Yeah. I had I had the uh, '98 soundtrack that had a Green Day song with some Godzilla roars in it. It's good, Still, good Wallflower best. song on good that. Good Wallflower, Wallflower, Wallflower song. Good Jamiroquai song on that. P Diddy's uh, best work. Uh, we don't talk about P Diddy I anymore. Mean, he's out. That's that's one He's good out. work. Singular good work. He's out. His one. He's out. Um, I think for me, like, I know that we kind of joke sometimes that this category being last on the movie reviews is like very like anticlimactic. But for me, this is really what put the movie um, over. Obviously, mm. besides the directing. But w when the first scene happened. I was watching it and I heard so many things about the visuals, like the special effects being good. And then I was like watching it and I was like, I don't know, like the camera work is, is maybe not as, as, as so good small. as I think it'd be. <laughs> like even before he shows up, but then I was like, some of this stuff looks like, you know, I could have shot it in film school, but why, did, why does it feel different? And what it was, was the sound. Just the way that they're using like the atmosphere and then the Godzilla bass and all that stuff. And just like s music aside, just the pure sound mix and design of it, especially the AMC Prime, mm. uh, so good. So I was good. like so sold on it. Uh, so 4.5 for me. Beautiful. It's hard beautiful. for me to give a perfect I five. love that you're just like, it changed everything. 4.5. Yeah, yeah, that's always right. That's always right. Everybody's got scales. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard to judge. Uh, you know, it was really good sound. I thought the Billie Eilish song was a little weird in the middle, mm -hmm. but uh, other than that, uh, I'm joking, Evan. Don't. Okay. Don't I was like, wait a second. No, I, I really like the Evan sound. Evan saves his fives for the Taylor Swift <laughs> era movie. We yeah, know. I sleep fives all board. No, you know what? I'll change mine to a five. Oh, there I you was go. Thinking, there I was go. like, I was. I forgot to mention that I was gonna be like, Dashiell didn't really like the score, so I was gonna like include Dashiell. You got Barry Dashiell. Now I'm like, I don't know. You're throwing your point five at Dashiell. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I mean. I, 
If Dad Nashville jumped off a bridge, would you <laughs> jump off a bridge? I had no, 4.5 out of 5 times. No problem with the score. The roars were loud. The explosions were loud. Yeah. yeah. You know, all the classic sound effects of Godzilla are there. They didn't try to mess with those. The roar felt really classic. Like, yeah. mm. he wasn't trying to do a new roar. Yeah. It was like, this is the <laughs> no Godzilla No accents, roar. Godzilla. You stick yeah. to classics. Yeah. Is there Just a more the iconic sound in movies? Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I got to give it a five. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a five yeah. for me. Same here. Another great reason to see it in a theater. So right. Yeah. Yes, definitely yeah. see it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going five for a few reasons. One, uh, the obvious, the Godzilla elements, but also the silence use after mm. the heat wave was yes. especially like that silence where it's like, oh my God, and that bravery to have silence yeah. there. Yeah. And also the moments where uh, the dialogue isn't overstripped by the emotional score as well as the Godzilla score. It's hard yeah. to sound mix things yeah. like that and make it impactful, especially in a subtitled film. And uh, I think also the loading up before heat wave sound oh is God, new and unique. Yeah. So I gotta go five for like a mm -hmm. bevy of reasons, but those are some yeah. highlights. You're, that's great to point out the silence because I think a lot of modern movies would put the ear ringing sound there, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Post, oh, that's a good post, point. Yeah. Post like Saving Private yeah. Ryan, they yeah. would put that in there to yeah. make you, the audience, feel like, what just happened? Instead, the silence was frightening. Because you're yeah. immediately, I'm like, where's Godzilla? Yeah. Like, is he you still here? Around. Is he gone? Like. Mm -hmm. Great, great stuff. Is he going to grab me and then toss me up in the And then his disorientation is yours? Like, yeah. you're disoriented with him? And immediately yeah. you're like, where's Noriko? Find Noriko, you jerk! <laughs> Marry her! <laughs> what are you doing? I haven't married her! <laughs> take care of that baby. Yeah. Make sure it never cries again. Stop yeah. pinching its leg and take care of that baby. Yeah, the old captain being like, you better not go kill yourself, you son of a bitch. You yeah. got a kid to take care of. Oh, that He's guy was not so answering great. me. He's oh. not answering the phone! That, that's the acting. How many sporting yeah. characters had like 10 minutes were like, that guy! Yeah. There were so yeah. many great yeah. people. Great. Everyone was like great and really loved each other uh, and beautiful. The scene when they're deciding to do the plan and then people are being like politely like they have to yeah, decline, yeah. but then the guy's well, it's like, well, it's not a certain chance of death, right? So it's better than war. Better than yeah. war. And I was like, that's what, you, it's oh God. And the, the general being so like, so uh, that guy. And yeah. then as soon as you see like his cracks in the mold yeah. and like he's got two scenes yeah. or the, the at the end when we get that like rallying of everyone that like has been a dick to our guy. Yeah, and now yeah. like we feel, there's so much emotion connected to yeah. these actors. Yeah, I, yeah. I love the balloon guys too. They were they were so proud <laughs> of their jobs. We're the balloon guys. We're from the whatever balloon company and we made these balloons and they're gonna fucking work. It's, I, I it's don't like, think it takes, it takes a village to yeah. kill Godzilla. They're like, we're gonna be on the boats. We know we're yeah. just balloon guys, but we're <laughs> gonna be on the boats. We gotta make sure those balloons go off. The fact that in, in 80 years, 70 years later, the character is this strong and the fact that it's 80 years after the war that yeah. it's made after and the fact that we have to make commentaries like this is sad. Like the fact that the world hasn't changed yeah. as much as it should have in, yeah. in how many generations. But what's beautiful is to me that a story about vengeance is the subplot in that this is a movie about life. And a yes, lot of war movies yeah. are about living, mm -hmm. but they're about living to appreciate the absence of war. This movie acknowledges war, but it's about celebrating life even at the cost of things mm -hmm. without being about duty. Because yeah, I, I really yeah. struggle as, as a person that thinks like, I'm not, I'm not really fucking war. But a lot of movies that are about war are like, well, it's your duty, then you get the reward of right, life. Right. Mm -hmm. This doesn't play that. It goes yeah, like, okay. hey, celebrate life no matter what, no matter when, no matter how. And it's a war movie. So I, yeah. I think one of the most beautiful things is this shouldn't have to be a commentary. And I think the best movies are answers to solutions that we can't have in real life. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's a monster movie, I, I think that this is not only perfect, but important. And I hope there's a day we don't need Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all of that. And I think that our number, final number reflects that really well because our final <laughs> number is 98. Oh! I think this might be the highest rated That's movie in the, the time that we've been doing Morbius? this series. 
We'll have to go I back to the tape. It's Zilla time. Yeah, it's Zilla time. On that one. Uh, well, that's a great final number for a great film. Uh, if you watch this and you haven't seen Godzilla Minus One, you're you're a maniac. Uh, but go see it if you haven't seen it, and I hope we convince you to go see it. Did we spoil a Godzilla movie? How can you? It's a Godzilla movie. You know what's <laughs> happening. Uh, but that's it for us today. Make sure to subscribe to the Break Room channel right here on YouTube, and give us a follow on Twitch where we do these videos live. Uh, be sure to follow at Break Room and on all social channels. Uh, thank you for tuning in today. We'll catch you next time. Late SKS. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. You can check out our Break Room live streams at Break Room NR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at Break Room NR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.